The following is a production of Galactic Netcasts. This episode of the Podcast of Terror is brought to you by our friends at Statusphere Merch. Use our coupon code TERROR for 15% off your order at statusphere.merch.com. Welcome to episode 49 of the Podcast of Terror, a production of Galactic Netcast. This is the podcast about all things scary. 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 Uh, I am your host, Matt Stein, and with me as always is Scory Cot. See what you there? <laughs> <laughs> Corey, how are you? Good gay, Matt. How are you doing? Uh, it's already just taking a turn for the worse. Uh, for more on this podcast, including show notes, contact information, subscription links, you can go to gncast.com slash pot. You can chat with us on our Slack channel during our shows over at gncast.com slash sign up. And while you're there, you can subscribe to our newsletter as well. Uh, the podcast is there. Fuck. I can't talk to The Podcast today. of Terror is spoiler heavy. We will talk about movies that we've watched, and we will not hold back on the content. So if you have not seen this week's movie, which is A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, uh, you might want to watch it before we start, or you might not. We'll talk about that. Yeah. And also, Matt and I will swear liberally. Fuck. Or democratically. Uh, I'm more of a... Arist- Libertarianly? Aristocratically. I will swear for the Green Party. <laughs> Fucking swear. Um, tonight we are graced with the presence of a dear friend of our show. Uh, Lucy is joining us from the other side of the world, essentially. She's over in the UK. How are you, Lucy? I'm good. I'm really good. Um, I'm really excited to, to do this, but kind of scared about what you thought of the film. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't Keep worry in mind about that, that you didn't make the movie, That's so true. it's okay. That's true. That that is true. <laughs> you just made and, us watch it. Yeah, and Matt made me watch Santa's Sleigh, amongst others. But that was that yeah. was such a good movie. You're such a pussy about it. I, I, it it <laughs> was so good. I've just been beaten and I've been suplexed, suplexed by your submission. shitty movie. <laughs> was, was a um, for reference. people who don't know, Lucy was our very first fan mail. Yes, yes, you were. Right. Um, and I'm sure that she has nothing but regrets about that ever since. <laughs> well, I, ju- I think I just bombarded you with, with fan mail. And I think, you know, when you're like sending messages off into the internet, you think they don't really exist. So you're like, I can be as over the top as I want. Like, no one will ever know. And then here you here are. I am. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly the philosophy of this show. We're internet friends now, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Well, yeah, we're really excited uh, you could be here. I know we had some issues the first time around, and it took a while, and but we are mm-hmm. pumped you're here. Corey got Thank out of bed. Corey got out of bed early today. He took a shower for you. Oh man, that is. Thank you. I didn't. I I'm still. Clean. I'm still wearing what I slept in for the most part. I am. What time is it there? You you already told me this, but it's noon for me and ten for Corey. Yeah, it's not that bad. It wasn't that no. big of a deal. I would have, I would have worked harder if it was necessary. He, I've made him, he, he once got up at like what was it, six a.m. to record a show for uh, when Carrie was supposed to be on, but she fucked the dog on that one. Um, and I know she's watching this, so I can tell her she fucked the dog. Lucky dog. Um, lucky yeah. dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard for me to wake up in the morning and do a show for an hour and then go nap. It, I'm, I'm old and feeble, but I can still make it out of bed. He gets those old bones moving. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, it's here. We're going to cover some news first, and then we'll go ahead and get into our review 
or slaughtering, as I may refer to it as, of a girl locks home alone at night. Uh, the first story we got is there was a, a trailer released. I don't know when this actually first came out, but it was originally called The Woods, right? Corey. They were filming this movie. Uh, Lionsgate was promoting it as The Woods, and then it just hit, I think, yesterday, because I got this when I got home last night, that secretly it's actually a sequel to The Blair Witch. How does that make you feel? I love I love the silence from both of you. Uh, <laughs> Lucy's like I don't I don't know how to feel about that. Um, why don't you guys do your fucking jobs? I gotta <laughs> say, what do I? Pay I for? I probably I mean I would have been excited for nostalgia's sake for a Blair Witch sequel, which at this point just seems like how much more could they do with it? But one thing that I've always said is that I I appreciated that when they did. Blair Witch 2, it wasn't like a retread of the first movie. It built off the themes, and then it did something very different, like it wasn't found footage exactly. They they figured out how to make changes to it to make it more interesting. So if they had done something like that with this, sure. But this looks really good. I'm really curious. Lucy, have you seen Blair Witch? Please, come on. Well, hey. Yeah, no, I, I have. And I don't know, I've not actually seen the second one. So I feel like I'm kind of not the best person to, to comment on this. But I kind of, I think what I loved so much about the first one was the, just like the pure novelty, you know. You know, it was something completely undone. Yeah, so there was I'm not sure. It was definitely one of the first found footage films. Um, the second one wasn't found footage and it was hot garbage. Like, it was pure hot garbage. Um, but I remember seeing it and liking it at the time, but I was also, like, 14, so I hadn't seen a boob yet. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see what they did with this one. It, the, the trailer looks cool, at least. Did you get a chance to watch the trailer? I didn't. Okay. I didn't, actually. So I can't really... I have no right to comment, but I just... So this is the internet. You can say whatever you want. It doesn't oh, matter if you're oh, right yeah, or sure. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Is, we we do as much uneducated talk as possible on this show. Yeah, yeah. So Blair Witch is Lucy's pick for the greatest film of the 21st century. You, you, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Please in 22nd. Uh, so just for sake of clarification, this is sort of a sequel to the first one. Uh, they find a tape that shows that Heather Donahue from the first film is possibly still alive and her brother goes looking for her with his friends and it plays out much like the first film did for at least a good portion of it but then it kind of breaks away and it really ups the game as to what the Blair Witch is. Uh, it looks just really well done. Like it, It's still evocative of found footage but I don't know that that's exactly how they filmed it. Uh, it's got Corbin Reed, Wes Robinson, Valerie Curry, who I was the only thing I really liked about the following on Fox from a few years ago with Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it looks. It, I mean, it's surprising. It's surprising that this happened, and it's surprising that they could do a Blair Witch movie at this point, and it looks so great. I I do think that having left it so long, they've had time to get it right. So you'd hope. You know, this is just like a jumping on the franchise thing. Like, well, you'd hope at least. There's been a lot of movies that come back and are are not very good. Ghostbusters. 
Ghostbusters is doing quite well. I haven't seen it, but well, <laughs> fucking Avatar did really well, and that movie is horrible. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then some movies don't do well that are really great. But I think the other thing is that not telling people so far ahead of time that they're doing a sequel to the Blair Witch gives them the opportunity to not have the internet tear into it. Yeah. Yeah, and but, then all of a sudden it's there. So a concern of mine is look at what happened with Ten Cloverfield Lane. Um, Cloverfield wasn't really that great of a movie in my opinion. Ten Cloverfield Lane looked really cool. And it was really good until the end that tied the two movies together. Uh, spoiler for next week's show. Yeah, we're totally going to do this next week with uh, a guy from this guy that we both know. He's just a guy. But, uh, <laughs> just a guy. Just I a deserve guy. a name. Just a guy. <laughs> I'll say his name later and he'll get recognition when I decide. But yeah, I, I, we like uh, Alyssa and I went and saw 10 Cloverfield Lane in the theater. So I paid money to be disappointed, which... <laughs> It's probably how um, Hooker feels most times, but <laughs> no, hookers get paid money to feel disappointed. Oh, touche! God, you're so fucking smart, Corey. Um, but yeah, that the new Blair Witch comes out. Oh, fucking on my birthday! Oh, damn! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be at a beer festival in the peninsula of Wisconsin, so I won't even go and see. Oh, yeah, I love drinking. It's if it wasn't noon, I'd be drinking with you. Um, yeah, but but I, I feel have, like this is probably inappropriate. No, no, not at all. No, no, I we have to go. We have to go like mattress shopping after this, so I probably shouldn't reek of booze. No, I wanted to be authentic. I want. I'm gonna come home. I'm gonna pass out drunk on this mattress. So <laughs> exactly like. Yeah, I'm just gonna. How I'll, I'll s- stumble be? into the mattress firm and just kick my pants off and just sprawl on the bed. I'm gonna bring all the dogs with too. I gotta make sure this thing works. I wanted to be like one of those disposable diapers that pulls the liquid away from me uh, as I'm spitting oh, up in the night. Oh, damn. So, um, <laughs> so Alyssa works for a company that makes adult diapers. The, the depend. I don't know if you have Depends over by you. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So they're adult oh, diapers. Adults yeah, shit. They, they call shit them something else. Things. They call them like trotters or something. Oh. Trotters. Oh, see. I don't know. What do you For call? What do you have to oh god damn it, Corey! What? That made sense. It's a fucking damn what joke. Um, but yeah, so so she works. She w- still works for the same company, but now she works at Puffs Clinics instead of the diapers. But there was a point at which she was bringing home like they were trying to make it cool for for men to wear diapers. So they had like a man card for Depends and shit. And yeah, we always joked about getting a pair of Depends because we go to haunted houses in October and wearing them and see if I could shit myself, yeah. but. It hasn't panned out that way. What yeah. a great literal rating system that could be. But it, it's just, <laughs> I did not shit myself. Your haunted house is not good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a practical, practical person, so to be fair, I mean, that's just like... You have to maximize productivity, minimize time spent walking to and from a bathroom, shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're going to kidnap somebody before you go into space, you want to make sure that you've got some of those on hand. By the way, never mix up your puffs with your adult diapers. Uh, it can lead to a really bad time. Well, dude, a fucking Kleenex is like this big, and an adult diaper is like this big. Yeah, but when you gotta go. <sighs> Whatever, I'm just gonna duct tape a box of Kleenex to my butthole. 
Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Lucy. Sometimes use it when it's It'll be better for you and everybody around you. Hello. I, I have a sensitive beeble. Um, let's go into the, the next item of news. Uh, the uh, Exorcist TV show that we recently had talked about finally got a trailer and it was released at Comic Con. Um, I, I didn't find like an actual news story, I just found the trailer. But yeah, I think it looks pretty good. It looks oh. solid. Uh, I maybe had forgotten that Gina Davis is in this, uh, but she always brings an extra level of gravitas to a show. I, I'm not sure that I like that the daughter looks so much older than Reagan was in the first movie. That was, I think, part of the classic of the, the film was that they got this young girl to do these horrifically scary things. Um, but maybe better that you don't do that. Um, my biggest problem with this is we're watching Outcast. Yes. And Outcast is so good. I don't know if I need another exorcism show that the only thing it really seems to have that makes it stand out is the music. Uh, Lucy, do you watch Outcast at all? I think it's on Showtime. No, no, I don't. Um, no. I don't know why I was glad. Do you have the TV in London? Little, Half the TV. We're nearly there. We're nearly there. We've got the wheels, so we're like, um, pretty much. You guys have fucking hobnobs, and those <laughs> sons of bitches. Oh my god, we have um, two really good friends of ours who live in Sheffield, so they mail me hobnobs once in a while. Oh my god, that's quite near me actually. Oh really? But, you, but I feel like the US kind of has like sweet snack foods kind of nailed. No, everything's. Uh, Everything's like super sugary here. So they sent me, um, fuck, what were they called? They're like our mounds bars. Uh, Bounty. The Bounty candy bars. Oh, do you not have that? Well, we have mounds. Uh, Mounds is a dark chocolate and then coconut and then almond joy is the the same as a bounty but it has an almond on it. But it's like super sweet and the bounty one's way better because it's less, it's less um, sugary. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking old like i can't drink a regular soda anymore it's too too sweet for me so i have to drink diet soda if i drink soda at all but uh yeah that's a sophistication uh, whatever. i mean that's what america does though is we take things and we up the ante as much as we possibly can so our, our hollywood blockbusters are giant films that kind of make you feel a little bit sick afterwards and that's what we do to our food and candy yeah. <laughs> it's just like we'll go we go extreme we go Code Red Mountain Dew on everything that we do. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but you see, I love that. I, I, I've been to the U.S. like once, and I just felt like I was living in a film the whole time because everything was so, like, larger than life. It was, so, it was exciting. But where, I'm quite a bummer, though. Where did so. you visit there? Here. There. So I went to New York, uh, Washington, D.C., and also to Denver in Colorado. Kind okay. of a random mix. But, but yeah, I just the whole time was like, everyone is famous. Nah, man, you should, like, I, I don't know exactly where Corey lives, but, like, I live in fucking rural Wisconsin. There is not really shit happening. Everyone's an asshole. You see, I just associate that with that 17 show. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if Point oh, Place yeah. doesn't exist, but there's a place called Stevens Point down the street. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, close enough. I, I see football players never. Because the Packers are up the, just north. I don't know, whatever. It's just like another world. I shouldn't say football players. Uh, NFL football men's. Not like your footballers. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I see. I was, I was very confused then. I I just wanted to fit in. So I guess since we're on the topic, uh, who's your football team of choice? Well, you see, this I I'm not a big football fan. Oh, that's fine. But it would really have to be like I'm from Nottingham, so probably Nottingham Forest. Just so I don't get burning bags of shit outside my door. Like. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll I'll let you have that one. Are you are you football slash Soccer. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big Chelsea fan. Ah, so yeah, I expected that. Um, I actually still play soccer in like an over 30 league. Yeah? Yeah. That's more than me, so, you know, I can't claim any soccer superiority whatsoever. Well, all the, the U.S. teams are garbage. They're just not fucking good. Mm-hmm. They're getting better, so I was forced to go to the Premier League, and I landed on Chelsea. Chelsea. I, I see that, I see that. What? Why are we here again? What are we doing? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> Um So yeah, it's gonna Sorry. be a TV show. There's there's a trailer. It'll be in the show notes. Uh, the next story we have is what is it? Legendary TV is developing a TV show that's potentially based on H.P. Lovecraft lore characters. They never really say there isn't a name for the show. There's not a whole lot, but... Yeah, it, it's pretty light so far, but it's going to feature characters, narratives, and locations from 16 of the author's titles, including The Dunwich War, Call of Cthulhu, and The Shadow over Innsmouth. So it sounds kind of like what they're talking about with the Universal Monsters, where they're mixing them into one big storyline, and that, in this case, they're taking all of Lovecraft's stuff and making a shared universe kind of feel for it. Which would be cool. I mean, we did Reanimator. Matt Vincent and I got really drunk, and Corey tried talking about Reanimator for three hours. I enjoyed that. Um, HP Lovecraft has some really cool shit, so it'd be cool if they made a, a TV show out of his, his stuff. Yeah, and it's thematically, it seems to work together well. Maybe it's because it's the same author, but it's sort of like what he was building um, makes sense. And there's so many... I have a friend who's an editor of... Uh, Book of Cthulhu, uh, which are collected short stories about the Cthulhu mythos. And seeing these things kind of come up and work together, it, it it's already been done, I think, in enough books and stories and fan fiction over the years that it should be pretty easy to do this as a series. You'd think. But, I mean, with I, all good things. It doesn't matter because we're going to say it sucks. Well, probably not. I like things once in a while. Okay. <laughs> just fucking, I don't hate everything. how drunk you are at that point in time, and if you're actively trying to blow Matt Vincent. I miss him. I miss him too. <laughs> Congratulations, Matt Vincent, on your, your wins this week at the Highland Games in Scotland. I think it's really funny how you think he actually listens to this. It doesn't matter. Okay. I'm just saying congratulations as a fan. Fine, fine, fine. Um, so yeah, H.P. Lovecraft will get a TV show. It better not suck. Otherwise, I'm going to be upset. Sad panda. Let's, um, God, let's talk about this movie, I guess. Should we talk really slow? <laughs> we should fucking, let's take ten minutes to say what can be said in one sentence. Um, <laughs> Lucy picked a movie called The Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, and I'm going to make her explain the movie and why. So, oh, am I, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So, it is an Iranian 
vampire western film, which, despite what may be said later, is not as pretentious as it sounds. It's um, about a girl who is a vampire in a fictional Iranian city called Bad City. And she basically, <laughs> she's kind of like an unofficial um, defender of wronged women. Um, and she skates, skateboards, which, you know, it's a little props to her. Um, and it's about a relationship that transpires between her and uh, the main guy, who is just an unfortunate poor guy. But, yeah. There was some heroin use and mustard talk. That's all I got out of this movie. Mustard talk. <laughs> so my wife needs glasses, and she didn't have her contacts in, and she just she just looks at me and she goes, Did he just start talking about Grey Poupon? Oh my god, I fucking know what's happening. Yeah. I feel like maybe I missed that bit. I can't have done. Anyway. <laughs> that's uh, the film. Uh, a piece of beauty. It has an incredible soundtrack. It does I'm have an watching, incredible soundtrack. Thank you, thank you. I'm watching Matt's face just like descend into yeah, horror. You have to understand the music I listen to is things that would probably just upset both of you. Not a lot of subtlety in Matt's music. No, I was listening to a band called Despised Icon before you both showed up, and I had to make sure I turned it off before anyone came so I didn't make anyone sad. People go see Drown the Lifeguard on tour this year. On tour uh, nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes. Yeah, so, let's, let's start out. So, Arash, who's the main guy, uh, starts out talking to this this kid about his car. Arash has a very nice car, especially for the town that he lives in, which is a little bit run down. And he worked very hard for it. He talks about how many days he had to work to save up money for the car. 2,191 days, by the way. Yes. You should be proud that yeah. I remember that. <laughs> That's straight out of Rent, I think, is uh, that that was the song that didn't get included in the play. But so he, his father is an addict and the, the gentleman who is supplying him with the drugs, who is also the local pimp, uh, just around a wonderful guy in this town, comes and takes Arash's car away as partial payment for the drugs that he supplies to his father. And then has an excursion with one of the ladies of the night that works for him, and that's when he gets put on the radar of the girl. And it takes a good long time to finally find the protagonist of the movie. Uh, when Corey watched... When did you watch this? Thursday night? Thursday night. Thursday night. Uh, you pointed out that it often takes 10 minutes to do what could be done in one minute. And, like, this movie could have been 45 minutes long. But there was just a lot of scenes of, like, drawn-out visuals, and um, it, it, it was definitely a slow burn. Um, but I just... I, I hadn't drank coffee prior to starting this, so... I, I just remember the first scene in which you see that the girl is a vampire where she like flicks the symbol on the drum set. I just I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then they just stare at each other and then t uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot, lots of, of like long looks. 
There's lots of long looks and like. And and like, mouth fingering. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about the mouth fingering. Um, well, it did end badly for him though. It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that I moment know. of like he he sees the fangs pop out. And he's still kind of into putting his finger in her mouth, which I assume is to emulate oral sex that is potentially going to happen. Like, this is the start. I'm going to use my finger here and just kind of, like, heat the flu? I don't know. And then... <laughs> but, but she just popped fangs, dude. I know you're a little high. Uh, cocaine is he, a hell of a drug, a man. He's a kinky guy. Sorry. Um, he's a kinky man. He really is. And... Something that I noticed, um, he looks like the, the, the dude in the band D Antwerp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's that's all I can think about. I he was acting. Uh, it was in that weird movie with the robot. Um, Wait, what? Could be like any movie. Could be yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which movie, Corey? I cannot think of the name. It was, there's that filmmaker who makes all the movies he did the movie about the aliens that live in a portion of i think australia and they're oh, being um, kind of racially uh district nine right so that guy made another movie recently about a robot and dantward is in the movie they're like hanging out with them and kind of leading him down a bad road or something the whole time probably it seems like something they would do yeah um, and, and many things were said about working with them and the guy in particular about how never again, just really? impossible to work with. But I don't know what you expected putting the ant word into your film. They're talented, but they don't I can't look figure out if they suck or not. <laughs> it's hard to tell. <laughs> it is hard. So speaking of things that might or might suck. So, uh, <laughs> the vampire girl... Oh. Kills kills this man and then takes a bunch of his stuff, uh, which I thought was interesting. Like she she doesn't just kill him to kill him. She doesn't just kill him for nourishment. She also steals a bunch of his things except for the suitcase full of money and drugs and and the gun, which then Arash comes into the house, walks past her. Like, gives her a weird sidelong glance, walks into the place, sees the guy's dead. He's like, well, I'm getting my car back. <laughs> and now I'm going to become a drug dealer because what else am I supposed to do? There's just cocaine and heroin sitting around here. Um, so Rash is reasonably a good guy who's finding himself doing bad things because of sort of necessity. Uh, he steals the earrings of his employer's daughter, uh, which he then gives to the girl. So I keep waiting for a rash to get some sort of comeuppance in this, and he never really does. Um, his dad is a heroin addict. Yeah, his dad is a heroin addict, and things don't go well for dad. I also was really worried about the cat the whole time. Oh, my, oh my god, as soon as they show a cat, I'm like, yeah. constantly worried and scared. It's like, goddamn, che Chekhov's cat. Just gonna wait for the cat to go off. Um... And so, uh, mild spoiler, the cat lives, people. It just... Yeah, that's all. I, I know that's, that's one of the only forms of tension in this film, but just know that you can watch it safely. The cat doesn't get it in the end. Um, I did like... It, it's weird. He, Arash goes to a party. 
he's trying to hook up with this girl, uh, not the girl, but a girl that are, is uh, the daughter of the people that he cleans pools for. And she, like, seems like she's putting moves on him. She gets him to take ecstasy, and then she goes and dances in front of him. Front of him and when he goes to kiss her, she's like, oh, wait, no, hold up. Uh, I'm not really into you. This is my date over here. Now you go take care of yourself, ecstasy-ridden boy. So he's out staring at a lamp at night, and that's when the girl finds him, and she becomes fascinated with him, probably with his fascination and other things. And he is a really sweet guy, but that kind of leads up to what becomes a romance between the two. With long scenes of standing and waiting to put on a record and then sniff each other's hair, and I don't know what happened. Okay, I mean, okay. so I'm going to step in there. Long scenes of, of, like, amazing kind of tension. It's like, I sound so wonky right now. <laughs> <laughs> just Please like, tell us we're stupid. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I, just think, I just think it's such a beautiful film, and I personally, so from, like, a probably inappropriately young age, was really into like vampire as a con- as a as a culture, as a genre. So like Buffy, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, of course, everything. And then I know this isn't original, but it kind of became a joke with Twilight and all that. And I felt like for the first time, this was really adding that element of like she was not the girl was not just like this. There was no boob being flashed. There was no like. Okay, there was gore, but it wasn't like gratuitous gore. For the first time, I thought it had some of that like intrigue of the vampire genre. I felt it really reclaimed that, and I just I think the soundtrack as well. I just thought it was a piece of art. I thought it was really beautiful. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It is more of an art film, and that's not yes. a bad thing. It's just it's one of those <laughs> things that you have to be kind of prepared for when you go in to watch it. The other thing I said to Matt uh, in the chatting. On Thursday night, when I watched it and giving him his forewarning, was <laughs> you watch Nosferatu, and if you can enjoy Nosferatu, then you can enjoy this film, because yeah. that I think it's got some, it's got that kind of throwback feel to it. It's not super action. It's not what people expect from horror movies today. It is about the the feel. It's about the the mood of everything, um, and it's it's trying to tell a story without a ton of dialogue, and uh, through through actions, through through movement, through through feeling, and yeah. yeah, I I appreciated it. It's just it's not my go-to kind of movie. No, you are so diplomatic. <laughs> uh, I I can I agree with what Corey said. It, I didn't hate the movie contrary to what you likely think i just it was just so slow and there was a lot of times where it's just like i felt myself like leaning forward like when is this gonna fucking change like i was waiting for it to change and it just never happened never happened never happened and then eventually two minutes later the scene would change and they would go to something different like i understand the appeal and i I get it and i totally get why you like it and that but that's why these movies exist because some people get them i just i just don't get it you know what I mean? Like some people like Michael Bay blowing up forty-five cars and transformers that sound like Skrillex, but I don't fucking get into it. And 
you know, it's just it's just not yeah. my cup of tea. But I understand the allure and I understand the approach. Um, I'm by no means upset that you made us watch this. No, no. I at all. will require four dollars and nineteen cents in return <laughs> to pay for the rental. Oh no, did you pay for that? No. Nah, you whatever. see, I was all set to like send it to you. You know, nah, I, you're good. I was very concerned well, uh, about this choice. The f- right? No banks were broken watching this movie. We're fine. No, yeah, the original version that I didn't pay for wasn't subtitled, and I feel like I should have read the subtitles so that I rented on Amazon. But that's that. That's fine. I'll go to work on Monday and I'll make more money. Unfortunately, I'll go to work on Monday. <laughs> um, and, and stare forlornly at a record player for about 15 dude, minutes. I got a record player. I'll go stare at it and send you a video. <laughs> to be honest, you know, some people in the world would find that very beautiful. It just, I just, I don't know. I can't even describe it. I think it was just like, particularly that moment that you're talking about now. It was just like the music. And oh, the no. Last- and I don't, I don't like that kind of like, I don't necessarily like that kind of like romantic films. But I just feel like there was a lot of this sounds. So even before I say this, I know this sounds really wanky. Oh, you're good. But, you know, like there was just a lot of unsaid stuff. Like you could tell that, you know, he was just having a shit time. She was. It was just like outcast in extreme outcast. I guess. Um, I feel like so your take on the movie versus ours is a good representation of how our oh this is gonna make me sound like a wanker as Lucy says but like America is very much like fast we want it now you know we want everything it's gotta be big it's gotta be huge and it's gotta be fucking cool and you guys are way smarter than we are <laughs> except for your whole Brexit thing no. that sucks no no but... no, no, no. <laughs> that's 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 for our uh, European Union podcast that we're starting but uh yeah um i, I think it's, it's a good representation of like our cultures and how we view things because like you like the slow burn you like this like the, you like to take things in and i as a person like multitasking like i feel like if i'm not doing two or three things at a time to try and get everything done i'm fucking wasting my time i i think for me it was it, it wasn't quite that i don't mind the slow burn on at least with certain scenes, like the scene of them listening to the record together and that moment. And it's a, actually, it's a really good moment. It's something that I would see in another movie and appreciate it in that, that film. The problem was, is that the entire movie is that. <laughs> and some of the motivations and stuff weren't exactly clear in the first watch. And, Honestly, if it was, I'm I'm gonna be totally true on this. If it was something that I had just put on and I had gotten five minutes into it, I would have said this movie is not for me and tuned out. In fact, when I went to watch it on Netflix, it asked me if I wanted to continue watching. So my wife had obviously put it on at some point and decided nope and just walked away from it. And as I'm watching it that night, she goes, "How you enjoying this?" You know, has anything happened yet? And I'm like, it's, it's, it's fine. It's it's long. It's very long. But I'm it's <laughs> it's not it's not like it's a bad story. It's just it's not a lot of story in comparison to the amount of time 
that you're watching it. And so it's... I, I just kind of maybe a little bit past, or just broken up with some things that happened more. We only see her really get two different guys. Like, one guy, I don't remember who he was. Um, yeah, the, you know, so it's the, the dad and the... Oh, the, the dad, dad and the pimp. That's right, I forgot about the dad. The dad yeah, was pretty much dead to me at the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was, like, there were just times that I'm like, here's where the dad dies. Oh, not yet. Okay, well, now he's he's <laughs> yelling at the cat because he thinks the cat is his dead wife, which is interesting. He was way um, too fat to be a heroin addict, just saying. Yeah. That is education with Max Stein. Fat to be a heroin addict. Like <laughs> <laughs> <Check> it all. <laughs> uh, yep, yep. Matt Stein says, don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, no, never do drugs. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> But no, I really, I really do see what you're saying, and the thing is... No, don't let us break your spirit. God yeah, no, damn it. No, no, no. You are Wait. a beautiful person, and we are terrible shit assholes across the country. <laughs> we will not let that happen to you. We're fans. No, 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 no. The, the thing that frustrates me is, a couple of months ago, you had on a guest who was, like, legit, had, like, had, like, serious knowledge. I can't remember his name. Um, and he chose a slow burner. And he oh. sounded so like so like wise about it. And yeah, Gary, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's coming like, back. Oh, yeah, he's coming back. So burger makes you sound wise, you know. And our reactions to that film, I think, were very much the same. <laughs> they were. So you and yeah. Gary should start a podcast together. I will subscribe. Just please keep it to fifteen minutes or less. God damn it, I don't have that. <laughs> so burger, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like, Gary and I have become pretty good friends, and just, like, knowing him, like, it totally makes sense that he's into this shit. He's... This, this shit? Uh, <laughs> I, I use the term shit in Deering. I'm gonna insult him in a show, and hope he never hears it. Uh, whatever. I think, I think, recommend this film to him. If you, right. you know, maybe he will like it. I will text, I'll text him it. right now for you. Thank you. No, this was, this was, it's nice to be brought out of our comfort zone. Uh, for me personally, it's nice to, like, I wouldn't have watched this by myself, but if I had been sitting with some friends and they put it on, I probably at the end of it would have been grateful to have, you know, been kind of forced to watch it because I wouldn't have watched this on my own. And it does, it broadens my horizons a little bit. It does expand so does my culture, which... I'm 45. I'm not interested in being expanded anymore besides the dozen or so cheeseburgers I ate a day to sustain my ultimate girth. But I, I like watching things that aren't in my comfort zone sometimes just because maybe the next time I'll be more interested in trying something new. And this was new, and it was it is a great film, and it's reviewed by people much smarter than us uh, who enjoy it very much. So I don't want to just shit on it. I'm just I'm saying wouldn't have been would have been my movie. I like Critter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you know I got I you know You can make fun of us. You are kind of shitting on it because it had it did get 
like a lot of good reviews from like I don't know. It did get a lot of good reviews, so maybe this is better. It's like putting it through its paces a bit. I think people can often see a film and be like, be like, oh, it's quite beautiful, and then maybe not challenge it and not question it and not say, hey, maybe you could have like done things, done more things, had more of a story. Yeah, and I mean, we're talking about a culture that we're not really a part of, mm-hmm. and what they do with films is very different from what we do with films here and how it stacks up to the other films comparatively in their culture versus ours, you know, that may be part of what makes it stand out. Although I'm going to, I'm going to just like knock down my own argument and your, your support of this film because it was actually written by, I think she's Californian, Iranian, Iranian, yeah, Iranian. So she wrote it. She wrote it. I think she wrote it in in American, then translated it to Farsi from that, and then weirdly Elijah Wood shows up and is like some part of the production. I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, I saw that so, in some of the stills. Yeah, you're a bit like, hmm, Frodo, what's going on? <laughs> um, so I mean, I don't know. I I do, but I completely get what you're saying. I do. Yeah, I, I have a feeling um, where Lucy's never going to talk to us again. She's probably going <laughs> to call her friends and be like, these American fucks, you can call us pricks. We haven't been called pricks yet, just fat hipsters. I didn't realize the writer-director played the skeleton girl at the party. Uh, so that is who you're speaking of. Uh, Anna yes. Lily uh, Amarpour. Yeah. Don't uh, watch interviews with her, though. Don't watch interviews with her. That would okay. Be- <laughs> It's just lots of like hand gestures and like like a Bjork, like Bjork video. <laughs> like yeah. A Bjork video. <laughs> exactly. See, I'm comfortable. Um, the the soundtrack is really good, and I guess that kind of explains. I didn't realize that she was she was Californian. Uh, that so much of the music was American music. Uh, not all of it. But it it just it had a really good. I went and downloaded the the soundtrack right after the film because that was that even as we were watching it and and Aaron my wife was like I can't believe you're still watching the music is really good in this yeah it, it is um, I just I told Matt I said don't drink beer when you're watching this movie uh, you need to be attentive drink some coffee. Not a lot of coffee so that you're so wired, but just to know. Yeah, you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way to operate when you're my age. Um, I yeah. will say that since I wind up ruining my sleep schedule every weekend, uh, if I am up at 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock on a Saturday night, I could probably put this on and not necessarily fall asleep, but it would at least make me Comatose. kind of settle down. <laughs> It's like a visual sedative. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good. I think that was what she was probably going for. So. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, how did I describe it? Um, artsy as fuck. I think is what I said. It's super artsy, and I get, I get where the art's coming from, but I it's lost on me. 
I also like that according to your Slack comment to me, you went right from watching this to watching BattleBots. I did. Which could not be more of an American. <laughs> like, I just went to a fancy French restaurant and had an amuse-bouche. It was amazing, yet not satiating. So I went to McDonald's, had a couple of Big Macs afterwards. No, uh, double quarter pounder at GTFO. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, Alyssa wanted to watch BattleBots, and I wasn't going to argue, because who doesn't like fucking robots fighting except for that moment in the third round where the robots lovingly stood near each other and just <laughs> scared <laughs> I got confused when at the end of the third round they just put a record on stared at each other <laughs> never again never again uh, I didn't know how they even picked it up without destroying that sweet sweet vinyl <laughs> the thing is that you know in showing you this film I have helped you Build your character. You introduce what? culture into us, kind of like introducing like a different kind of cat food to your cat, and all of a sudden your cat's <laughs> vomiting and shitting all over the place. Uh, we weren't prepared for this kind of culture. <laughs> so we're vomiting yeah. and shitting all over it. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did. I'm gonna re I'm gonna introduce a cheeseburger into my mouth later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All fat, all fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, like Podcast I, I, five guys. Five, yeah, five guys are newest sponsor. Make sure you get it all the way. You don't have five guys, do you? Yeah, no, you know what we do now. Oh, you we, do, I yeah. think we only got it like one or two years ago. I've never been in. Looks a bit stressful. I'd be but. curious. Uh, I think we're gonna. I'm trying to plan a trip next September. Oh, that way, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna have to go to five guys and be like. Mm. America's much butterier. <laughs> yeah, just like, not up to scratch. Well, we I had, think. so uh, when our friends from Sheffield were here, um, they went to Subway, and my friend Chris got a meatball sub, and he ate it, and he goes, holy shit, it's real meat. I'm like, that's not fucking real meat. Like, <laughs> in comparison to, like, what you go to a restaurant and get real meat, he goes, I'm like, you, you, your shit's off whack here, buddy. But he says, uh, the meatballs in, your, in the Subway subs over there are mostly, like, breadcrumbs and fillers. Okay, yeah. I think they're probably just like lips and assholes, purely. Just, I don't even. I can't, I can't wait to come over there and eat. <laughs> <Welcome>. <laughs> no, Some I people would say that this show is mostly just lips and assholes. But... <sighs> um... yeah, yeah, no, definitely if you come here, do not base your trip around Five Guys or Subway. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty much basing it around beer and uh, Shepherd's yeah. Pie. <laughs> Yeah. Matt's <laughs> England tour is just what does this place that exists in America taste like in different ways I went to Rhode Island uh, just a couple weeks ago and in Rhode Island their McDonald's during the summer serves lobster rolls which I can't imagine a more compelling reason to never eat a lobster roll is like here they are at McDonald's I don't know man have you ever had a McGangbang oh. Uh, that's the burger, at, the, the, the chicken sandwich and the chicken sandwich in there. Yeah. I, I'm aware of the recipe. I, just, I see Lucy becoming more and more disgusted with our country as we talk. <laughs> uh, no. Wait, did you say McDonald's was serving a lobster roll? Yes. That's, that's crazy. That's because crazy. in Rhode Island and, and those, those New England type states, uh, their lobsters are so fluent that we can just cut them up and put them in a fast food. Just throw them out. All the lobsters. No, All lobster is fucking delicious. 
Lobster is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying it was not good. I was about to fucking cut you off right now. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, we, de- we deep fried cheese in my state, so. No, no, no. Well, you see, okay, this is not my, this is, you know, in Edinburgh, and I think in lots of places in, in the UK, they deep fry Mars bars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, our state fair deep fries butter. Yeah, a deep fried stick of butter. Yep. In case you wanted to die ten times quicker. Yeah, I've they're never... just doing it properly, you know. Uh, they're taking the job and doing it properly. I think so we're explaining gross. every reason why we don't have the culture to enjoy this movie to its fullest. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm trying to think of other terrible things about our state. There's a Starbucks on every corner. There's like six Starbucks in the city I live in. There's like seventy thousand people here. You see, yep. yeah, I feel like our Starbucks are like disappearing. Yeah, Star- those, Starbucks you know. is gross. They burn the shit out of their coffee, so I don't drink it. And I, I, I drink. Thank God, I'm not the one who thinks that. Yeah, I drink black coffee. Like, I like my coffee like I like my metal black. <laughs> None of you got that. Like four people listening to this show got that joke. I'm one of them. Um, yeah, as in, as in airplane. No, what? I thought that was a little cheeky airplane reference. No, no. It, it, okay. it, no, I know what you're talking about. Airplane has the I like my coffee like I like my men, uh, which is a terrific joke because the kids were like 10 years old. Um, <laughs> I was just referencing my love of black metal. Yeah. <laughs> you're really close to Norway. You should be into Norwegian black metal at least. Maybe not. Maybe you should culture. <laughs> I, I did have a passionate... No, I still do have a passionate love. I know they're not Norwegian, but, like, in that area of the world, I do have a passionate love of Nightwish. Oh, I, there's a fucking dude who lives in the same city as me, and he has a big Nightwish sticker on the back of his car. I, I think I may be the only person in Nottingham that likes them, so... Uh, you're, the, you're the only person on this podcast that likes them. It's probably a good reason why you shouldn't, you know, rock the boat by disliking the local football team, so... That's true, that's true. Um, exactly, just cool waters, calm waters. Yeah. Um, I suppose we should rate this movie. I suppose we shouldn't. I suppose... Can I rate it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you, yes, you, you have to. Yes, you were supposed to. Yeah, you I don't know. Because uh, for, me, for me, it would get five out of five. Well, we do it in three. Clearly, someone hasn't been listening to the recent episodes. Uh, not all the way to the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, get to that from Matt. Yeah. Uh, no, no. We break it up into three po- uh, three, three podcasts, three categories now. Uh, we do rewatchability, story, and the scariness. Zero to five in all, in all three of those. So we'll start with rewatchability. Lucy, go Me? Ahead. Yeah. Rewatchability would be probably four. Four. Are we doing that at five? Yeah. Yes. Out, yeah. yeah, yeah. Four out of five. I could. I've watched it many times, but I feel like I could watch it many more. I'll I'll make mine quick. Zero. <laughs> uh, I will go one because I will watch this again. Um, Corey's a better man than I am. I'm. I'm just. I've got a stronger constitution. Uh, I think I was just hoping that Corey would maybe like just kind of level with me on this. Like no, and also I I I maybe should up the score is simply in the fact that I will listen to the soundtrack quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, let's do a, let's, let's do, I'm so fucking tired right now. Um, let's do story, Lucy. Story. 
Okay, granted, the story is not thick and 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 rip roaring. I would say three out of five. Um, I actually so if you took out all the really slow, starey parts, like the the story itself, I actually didn't hate. You know what I mean? So it's like if if it moved along at a normal yeah. like clip, I could have probably really enjoyed this movie a lot more. Um, with that being said, like the the story was interesting to me. I'm gonna go two and a half. Uh, I'm gonna go three. I think the only thing I would have liked is a little bit more clarity on uh, some of the motivations and and things. But I agree with Matt completely. I think the story is good. Um, the it was just you have to dedicate yourself to watching it mm-hmm. to get the story. Yeah. Um, last one is scariness. I would say, okay, I would say one. Because it has a little bit of a gore factor with the whole finger. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm going to also say one, just because I'm desensitized to most of these things. I'm going to go two, just because I was worried about that goddamn cat. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) preach. I cared more about the cat than any of the other characters. How come the cat didn't get a credit? It's like Mittens, Mittens the cat as himself. The cat was the director. <laughs> Fuck. Now it there makes was, sense. There was that 10 minute scene where you just watched a small red light pinpoint across the wall as two people were standing in the way because they were listening to a record album. But that whole scene was definitely for the cat because if you just watched in the background, somebody had a red pen light that was going across and the cat was fascinated the whole time. You kill me. You're killing me. Wow. Thank God. Thank God we made this enjoyable <laughs> for you in some way. Um, also, it's kind of weird for the kid. And he lost his skateboard. Eh, fuck the kid. Mm. Not literally. It. Not literally. Don't literally fuck the kid. Just no. figuratively fuck the kid. Uh, you can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966. You can email us at pot at gncast.com. Spoiler, that's how Lucy got into this situation, so... You know, follow her lead if you ever want to listen to us talk about a movie. Correction: yeah, If you want to shit talk on a shit movie, about stuff that you like, <laughs> yeah, we'll shit on everything that you love. Uh, that's what we're here for. Uh, you can also leave us a message on the website. Uh, we we want to hear from you. Like I said, we love you guys, all seven of you. Uh, yeah. Let us know your favorite part of the show, and if there's anything you'd like us to change, do differently, do better. Um, Corey, I feel like I don't even know him anymore. Last week, we learned his his name's not even really Corey, so. If, if you think we should get rid of Corey, air quote Corey. Um, I do know a guy named that. Donald who can sneak right into the show and That's take my true. place. It would be almost seamless. I hear, I hear Donald has a sweet tuchus. Uh You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast Terror. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your favorite podcatchers and leave us feedback on whichever one you like. All subscription options and links can be found at gncast.com slash subscribe. Finally, you can find us on Facebook under Galactic Netcasts. Uh, Lucy, this is the point where if you want people to find you on the internet, you can you can say that, or you can just say, "Hey, don't fucking find me on the internet because I don't like you." That I'm just I'm just some some guy, so don't bother finding me on the internet. She's a floating <laughs> head. Zephyr people rocks of the show. <laughs> yeah, she's just a floating head. Um, Corey, where can we find you? Uh, you can find the comics that I work on, work with, write for sometimes uh, at don'tasscomics.com. We just launched our second active 
posting comics of the week uh, with spells, which is a little cute comic about witches. Uh, you can go to the main site and click through to all the different sites that we have. Awesome. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt the Lifeguard. Uh, Lucy, thank you again for coming. It was a shit ton thank of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, really Lick. Thank you. Yeah, we'll, we, we'll have to do this we're again. We're so excited to have you. you there, might, there might be an opening for a co host. Yeah. Corey <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you again. And uh, thanks for listening to the podcast here. We'll catch you guys next week. My name is Matt Stein, and each week, with my co-host Nathan Forsey and Ken Reiner, we'll be bringing you the latest news in the MMA and metal world, rounds and breakdowns, metal and MMA podcast. If you like heavy music, and you also like seeing grown men get choked out and put to sleep, I feel like this is probably the place that you should kill an hour every week, hanging out with us. I hope to see you soon. Go ahead and find us on Blazing Caribou Studios at BlazingCaribouStudios.com. Next week on the Podcast of Terror. Uh, next week we're going to be talking 10 Cloverfield Lane with, uh, well, it's Corey's co-host on the Else Nerds podcast. Also, he's a friend of ours. I guess we could call him a friend. I, I don't know. He's just some dude who shows up every week. I can't get rid of him. He's some fucking weirdo that keeps coming back. Uh, what else does Gregor do? Uh, he, he was doing some Un- other stuff. Underwear he modeling. may break out a little bit more. Yeah. Underwear modeling. Um, but yeah, so, uh, we'll be joined by our friend Gregor Sprague, uh, talking 10 Cloverfield Lane on the 50th episode of the podcast is here. At 50. We're, fucking, we're up there now. 50. Yeah. Uh, pretty crazy to think about that. We have now done 50 episodes. Uh, so thank you very much again for listening and we will talk to you guys next week. Stay scary, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Podcast of Tear. You can help Galactic Netcast pay for our web and audio hosting by supporting us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash galactic netcasts and pledge as little as dollars a month. You have been listening to a production of Galactic Netcasts. For more about this show and others, go to gncasts.com. That's g-n-c-a-s-t-s dot com.